Hello, this is RJ Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States opinion syllabus in Lomax versus Ortiz Marquez, certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit. Argued February 26, 2020. Decided June 8, 2020. The Prison Litigation Reform Act of 1995, PLRA, established what has become known as the Three Strikes Rule, which generally prevents a prisoner from bringing suit in form of pauperis. IFP, if he has had three or more prior suits dismissed on the grounds that they were frivolous, malicious, or failed to state a claim upon which relief may be granted. That's 28 U.S.C. section 1915G. Petitioner Arthur Lomax, an inmate in a Colorado prison, filed this suit against respondent prison officials to challenge his expulsion from the facility's sex offender treatment program. He also moved for an IFP status but he had already brought three unsuccessful legal actions during his time in prison. If the dispositions of those cases qualify as strikes under Section 1915G, Lomax may not now proceed IFP. The courts below concluded that they did, rejecting Lomax's argument that two of the dismissals should not count as strikes because they were without prejudice. Section 1915G's three-strike provision refers to any dismissal for failure to state a claim, whether it is with prejudice or without. This case begins, and pretty much ends, with Section 1915G's text. The provision's broad language covers all dismissals for failures to state a claim, whether issued with or without prejudice to a plaintiff's ability to reassert his claim in a later action. A strike call under Section 1915G thus hinges exclusively on the basis for the dismissal, regardless of the decision's prejudicial effect. To reach the opposite result would require reading the word dismissed in section 1915G as dismissed with prejudice. Doing so would also introduce inconsistencies into the PLRA, which has three other provisions mentioning dismissals for failure to state a claim. Those are sections 1915E2, Cap B, I, I, and 1915A, B, and uh, 42 USC section 1997EC. As the parties agree, those provisions do not deprive courts of the ability to dismiss suits without prejudice. Lomax nonetheless maintains that section 1915G's phrase, dismissed for failure to state a claim, is a legal term of art, referring only to dismissals with prejudice. To support this view, he points to Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 41b, which tells courts to treat dismissal as an adjudication on the merits, meaning a dismissal with prejudice where the dismissal order does not specify. But Rule 41b is necessarily precise because dismissed for failure to state a claim refers to dismissals both with and without prejudice. The existence of the rule thus undercuts Lomax's position. Lomax also argues that the court should interpret the phrase failure to state a claim based on the other two grounds for dismissal listed in section 1915G. But contrary to Lomax's view, courts can and sometimes do dismiss at least frivolous actions without prejudice. Still, more fundamentally, interpreting the phrase failure to state a claim based on the pre-existing terms frivolous and malicious, 
would defeat the PLRA's expansion of the statute beyond what was already there. The decision below is affirmed. Justice Kagan delivered the opinion of the court, in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Ginsburg, Breyer, Alito, Sotomayor, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh joined, and in which Justice Thomas joined as to all but footnote four. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of the podcast, we can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S and the number eight zero, or on Twitter at Court Syllabus.